Hello and welcome to Special Issue, Wiley's podcast for societies about all things scholarly publishing. I'm Anna Ayler. In this episode, we'll listen in on the talk given by Dr. Gabby Lombardo, who's director of the European Alliance for Social Science and Humanities organization, at our recent virtual seminar for society publishers. Dr. Lombardo began her talk really just setting the scene for how the Alliance has worked with relatively minimal resources to engage with the COVID-19 crisis, at least compared to some bigger organizations and some organizations who are closer to the front lines of the public health issues. Even so, throughout the crisis, they've remained true to their mission to influence policy for the greater good. Let's hear from Gabby. Social science humanities always have been sort of the the Cinderella of the investment in science policy, but things change. And uh, it's really interesting how um, COVID has uh, has, uh, made a shake into this. And and part of my talk also wanted to address the fact that the science is not just for rainy days. And I think we would like to bear that in mind. 20% of people with the champion and, and support the science before COVID, all of a sudden it become 50%. And I'm sure after COVID, they will go back to 20%. And so this is important that we take uh, uh, opportunities <laughs> of um, tragedies to, to make sure that we invest and support uh, research and science. And in fact, the key message that we have as an organization is that the importance of long-term sustainability of the research investment beyond the short-term policy pressures and challenges. Because the researcher we need that might or might not be always apparent from ongoing issues. And this was terribly demonstrated by the COVID-19 crisis. Crisis revealed that like never before the acuity of questions about inequality, for example, or freedom and resilience at the personal level or as a society as well. This is a, would be appreciated at the highest political levels. And in fact, this had a response from, uh, in Europe, from national funders and from international funders as well, uh, the European Commission, because they support a course for all sorts of different disciplines to address the crisis. And per- perhaps we have to bear in mind that in time of crisis policy, makers do turn to scientific research to provide answers. But science policy is taking one dimension view about research. Scientific research is in danger, not through lack of funding necessarily or investment, but because it's becoming instrumental to policy. And it's only understood as a resource to provide answers to immediate challenges. I would believe that science policy should be remembered that research is worth the investment across multiple dimensions. Research has a broad and long-term social value. It's neither a luxury, not just a tool to resolve everyday policy issues, but a resource for communities, a resource for society, for humanities. And this dimension must be part of the choices we make when deciding which research benefit from investment. And of course, as a social science humanities alliance, we try to take the best out of this argument. And so during the crisis, we did try to do in our little world to mobilize as much as we could 
uh, our researcher to show how important it was to, in, to gather and interpret social data, for example, about our relations, behavior, cultural norms, values, and identify to understand pattern of human resilience from historical data. A type of researcher that until yesterday was never even was never prioritized for funding. And yet, this has also been an economic crisis, a mental health emergency, a domestic violence alarm, and all our researchers, and we work with our research community to mobilize as many data as possible for ministries at national level. We're mobilizing also local community and national community to respond to that. And we helped us hope to remaking our environment, physical, cultural, and political. I need to bear in mind that without the insight of all multiple fields, we'll never be able to understand the impact of this crisis comprehensively. And this research provides evidence that for civil servants and political decision makers during, but even more importantly, after the crisis. Thanks to an institutionalized approach, we support our research community in uh, social science humanities. And we managed, for example, to encourage a number of calls for funding, both at the national and at the European level, for socioeconomic impact of COVID-19. We also worked with the researchers to pull together, for example, in response to the EU call, about 159 proposals of a big size within three weeks, which was a massive effort. We partnering and we supported delivering the World Pandemic Research Network, which is basically a database of SSH-driven projects on pandemic disease. To make it easier to discover this research, which is out there and useful and to be used where it matters. As I said, science and research must be understood as having social value and public good. If scientific research is used only as a tool for policy making on a micro level, there's a danger it becomes attached to one political agenda or another. It becomes attached to the ties of political fortune. My argument is in order to regain public, public trust, and we go back to the topic of the, 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 the sessions, we really need to um, engage and be allowed to operate on a dimension separate from a day-to-day policymaking. Too often, policymakers use a science like a crystal ball. If a scientist gets it wrong, trust is gone and is deeply affected. Research provides knowledge, insights, provides tools and strategies, thinking and understanding, and not just the solution to today's problem for a short-term interest of policymakers. Publishers play a massive role in this because they have to really make a, a super extra role <laughs> in make all researchers discover a researcher where it matters. It's no longer enough to simply make research public. And probably there's so much research out there public. But we need a, a strength and a complex network of relations. Use a keywords, sometimes as simple as that, use a keyword to have a connection for research users searching for the research we provide. And mobilizing editors to engage actively to tease out the research is most relevant. Sometimes not just the latest result in some cases or popular issues. 
but discover frontier ideas, design issues with a variety of scientific approaches and methods. And, you know, I'm an historian, rediscover important research, even in, their, in your archives. Today, publisher must play a role to enhance how science really serves society in order to grow trust and achieve a real social impact. Thank you. Gabby and her team at the European Alliance for Social Science and Humanities are nothing short of local heroes. While extremely important that we're tackling COVID-19 on a global scale, EASSH is helping mobilize researchers locally and get their findings into local and national policies. Gabby said it best, research is truly a long-term resource for humanity, and we need to make the most of what every discipline has to offer. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time. For Wiley, I'm Anna Ayler, and you can find more episodes and learn when new episodes are released by subscribing in iTunes or wherever you like to listen. You can get more news and information on society publishing from Wiley on Twitter by following us at Wiley in Research and on our website, wiley.com slash network slash society leaders. Our theme music was produced by Medine, and this episode was edited by Dennis Velasco. Thanks for listening.